A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling. Luke Longley, Toby Bailey, Joey Devine, Tom Goobs, Gugliotta, a lot of Goobs, Randy Livingston, Oliver Miller, Sean Keen, Todd Day, Lee Marybury's life partner. Rex Chapman, special guest Cornell Reed, musical guest Incubus, and now the host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hey guys, how you doing? It's me, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock. Dave is not here as he has not been for a while, but still, it's his show. Get used to it. Um, I'm here with my co-host, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm good. And our very special guest, the very funny comedian, Cornell Reed. How are you doing, Cornell? I'm doing great. Thank you. Cornell, would you say that you're the pride of our game? I like to think so. Um, I think most people would say it's weed. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, but, you know, I think we're neck and neck now. (laughs) Are you you doing the Savage Henry Festival this year? Yeah. Let's do that plug right away. Savage Henry Festival, first weekend in October. If you're in the Arcata area, Eureka, I think you're showing Humboldt, you're showing Carverville, Fortuna. Come on out. If you... Even if you're in Willow Creek, Bigfoot country, make the drive. Go through the forest. Yeah, if you're on a tour of uh, Robert Durst's The Jinx and you want to go <laughs> see where he murdered that one girl uh, and you're up there, there's a comedy festival nearby, so come on by. Savage Henry <laughs> Independent Times Comedy Festival. Check it out. October 5th through 7th. 
Um, All right, it's great. also the a weed, a very good weed based magazine. If you want to read that, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's great. a it's a There's comedy podcasts. magazine. Yeah. Um, mostly dealing with weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For a second, I thought you were like annoyed with me. Like, no, it's a comedy magazine, but it's yeah, it's weed. Currently, yeah. the yeah. harvest I- issue is on the shelves. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, it's harvest season. That's the only thing getting us through this NBA offseason. <laughs> <laughs> Teams are trimming their roster, and the farmers are trimming their buds. <laughs> um. Cornell, we brought you here because yeah. you, like us, are a Warriors fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, nothing like three Warriors fans together <laughs> yeah. talking basketball uh, to piss that, everybody that, else nothing off. Nothing more charming in 2017. In, in 2012, this would be like a support group. Yeah, we'd, so each, yeah. we'd have like a sponsor and a suicide oh, hotline. Man. Yeah. Just... But now, kings of the world, <laughs> biggest jerks in the NBA. <laughs> Corey Maggette's long gone. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, Todd Fuller. <laughs> um, oh, so Cornell, how did you become a Warrior fan? Um, well, I mean, I I was uh, growing up. My parents were all like, um, they're from Chicago, so of course I rooted for the Michael Jordan team. Sure. Um, so you're a front runner. That's how you became a Warrior fan. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I became a Warrior fan in 2015. <laughs> uh, so. But the, the, my dad, for whatever reason, liked the Bulls initially because my dad's just like he thinks he's an iconoclast. Yeah. Like he realized when he was maybe like 19 or 20 that he'd never had a McDonald's hamburger because he wow. is older than McDonald's and then just resolved he would never eat one the rest of his life. And I was like, do you have something against McDonald's? He's like, no, I just got a streak. <laughs> and so that's why my dad in the late 90s, just just to be a contrarian, was rooting for the Utah Jazz. Wow. And we were like, what are you doing? You hate Carl Malone. And my dad's like, I don't know. They're playing the right way. <laughs> he plays the right way. That's a hard team to jump on the bandwagon no, it's for. Terrible. It was just like, like his children were making fun of him for that. That wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Just getting roasted by a 12-year-old girl in your own house. <laughs> watching the TV you pay for and just being like, ah, mailman doesn't deliver on Sunday, Dennis. Oh, man. How to just willfully choose to root for a team that has Greg Ostertag. It's got to be. insane. Yeah, absolutely insane. He also became a Pittsburgh Pirates fan in the 70s because he's like, I think I was just brainwashed into being a Giants fan. And then. Interesting. And then has completely abandoned the pirates now so well good for him for being open-minded and experimenting with other teams <laughs> yes i mean he did jump to you know a powerhouse so he wasn't like right it's like oh i guess i'll be able to sit through these world championships <laughs> right <laughs> right right uh so you were a you were a bulls fan bulls fan yeah i was a bulls fan and um and then um you know, once Jordan officially retired, um, I was always like the I was always a Warriors fan because I'm from Northern California. Mm-hmm. But you know, I you know I watched Tim Hardaway and Chris Mullen, but but in Humble we didn't have really Warriors games. We didn't have local broadcasts. Did you get Kings games up there? Uh, just national nationally yeah. broadcast oh, Kings right. games. Right? Yeah, yeah. I guess I don't, yeah. So like we didn't have any real. So you didn't know how bad they were. 
No. The Warriors were. That's okay. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I never saw them. You know, I'd heard of the Warriors. Yeah, um, they, it was the, the oral tradition of NBA basketball. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It was just old drunks passing along the tales of the greatest old drunk ever, Don Nelson. Nelson. (laughs) They say Troy Murphy was as tall as a redwood tree and his skin was as pale as the the moon on a harvest. Um, Yeah, so I I don't know. I just kind of um, floated around for a long, for a while and and root for teams here and there. you know, obviously the Kings, the Jason Williams, or the Mike Bibby Kings, mm-hmm. Chris Weber. Such a fun, still one of the most fun teams. Hard not to root for that team, definitely. And I still have a soft spot for the Kings in my heart. <laughs> um, I used to argue with uh, my friend who's a diehard Kings fan because there was there was a point when they were playing the Mavericks in the early two thousands. I was like, I think this is like the ugliest combined playoffs oh that was ever. a great that was a great series though that's walt williams has a crazy game yeah, yeah. nick van exel has a crazy game. i'm just saying it's, right. it's so many weird looking guys like chris <laughs> weber's very handsome and yeah and i and Peja, it really depends on what you like but like mike bibby doug christie nick oh, van exel like just yeah. this crew of mm-hmm. dudes yeah like, eric dampier like Anyway, they got I got into a intense argument where they were like, Vlade Divac's handsome, Peja's the hottest guy I've ever seen. Bobby Jackson is really cute. You shut oh, up. Oh man. I love Bobby Bobby Jackson was like my favorite player on those teams. I love Bobby Jackson. He was so fun. Um Yeah, so that so I don't know. I mean I always liked the Warriors and then once I actually had a chance to really watch any basketball team I wanted to, I just dove full into the Warriors and course we believe helps yeah obviously solidify that um and then uh you know just watched them ever since and uh you know i feel like my favorite era is basically the uh now well besides <laughs> yeah it's hard to say uh, now, but, you know just through like mid-june 27 <laughs> i i did i did really like the monte and steph team I really love those teams just because they put up 135 points and lose. Yes. It was so <laughs> See, fun. See, that is that's <laughs> that is the bottom of my Warriors fandom. The really? Monte oh. Steph team. Sean, you know this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, well, cuz ju- it was it was not really anti-Monte as much as it was uh pro Steph. Yeah, you were you were right in on Steph from the ground floor and we're like Same here. this other guy he's been bro- like this team has broken him already we yes. gotta get Monte away from Steph so he can <laughs> and, yeah, right. and also like what the fuck is Keith Smart doing benching Ugh. he used to bench Steph for, for AC t- Law for, for AC Law the <laughs> yes. fourth and then like they also just refused to tank like Monte. That was my big thing is I was like, mm-hmm. we have Steph. We need to get one more good guy. Uh-huh. We need to get another good young player in here. Well, and, <laughs> and Monte would just win them like 25 games and it would be like, yeah, well, my favorite, my favorite <laughs> moment. And this is like my favorite. And like, it's the Monte Ellis experience. It's when the Warriors 
only had six guys I in remember a game that. against Portland, and one guy got hurt, and eventually. Don Nelson had to keep inserting guys with like blown out knees so he could bring <laughs> Devin George and his six fouls back in the game. And like Monte, Monte, Reggie Williams, and Steph Curry all played like 48 minutes in this yeah. game. And they won. And by the end, they're so exhausted. Like Curry and Ellis are like hugging each other. Yeah. And the end result of that game is that uh, they drop in the lottery. And instead of getting Boogie Cousins, they get Ekpe Udo. That's right. And it was right. Ekpe Udo. Oh, my God. Sean was at a game with me. I think I've probably told this too many times on the podcast, but I'll do it really fast. Where it was right after that game, I think it was... It was what? a pre. It was like whatever year Oklahoma City first got the eighth <laughs> seed, so like twenty ten uh-huh. probably. Uh-huh. Yeah, it yeah. was like either this. It was like the second or. Oh, third. it might have been that year. It, no, but it, no, I think it. But what I mean is, it was either the second or maybe even the last game of the season. Yeah, and the Warriors like valiantly fought to win the game and, they beat and Kevin i was Durant just the thunder furious i was like screaming we at had them a, we had a box because <laughs> it was really cheap because it was the end of the season sure, sure. that's the one thing that i kind of miss i feel the same way about the giants moving out of candlestick park i'm like mm-hmm. oh what a beautiful park but i also couldn't decide at 6 30 that i wanted to go to a game park next to the stadium <laughs> right, and, right. And, and like sit behind the dugout for seven dollars <laughs> right. like that was but yeah, and I was just so mad at them for winning. I was so mad. I was like, "You mother!" Yeah, it was somebody. It was somebody's birthday party, and too. I, and I was like ruining the birthday because that I was makes like, sense to me. I was just like, they never do what I want them to. When I want them to win, they lose, and when I want them to lose, they win. Yeah. But so that team in particular is like that is like th- when I was the most mad at them. I think I just loved. I just thought they were <laughs> so fun to watch. They're just like just watching Monte and Steph go nuts. And of course, I knew Monte was bad and was gonna <laughs> gonna drag them down. He um, wasn't really tricking anyone. It was just like what else is there to watch? Yeah, <laughs> if yeah. he doesn't have the ball, it's Jamal Crawford or. Right. Reggie Williams, God. Corey Maggette shooting free throws. That's all he fucking did. <laughs> fucking man. Corey Maggette, dude. Me nuts. I hated him so much. Um, he was the guy my dad hated the most, mainly because my dad hates traveling. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Corey Maggette would drive him crazy. He's moving his pivot. It's the, look uh, at his pivot, foot, Sean. That is the number one thing a dad would hate <laughs> watching basketball. Yeah, I'm just glad my dad didn't have a TV he could rewind. Yeah. By the way, every time I've gone home since uh, June, my dad's put on the fourth quarter of Game 5 and incorrectly claimed that the Warriors got 12 dunks. <laughs> <laughs> now, they do get a lot of dunks for a quarter. It's nowhere near 12. It's yeah. like, I think they dunk five times. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, Is Corey Maggette... The consensus, everyone's least favorite warrior. I he's definitely mine. Yeah, and I and I honestly don't even have anything. I don't even like dislike him. I just hated him being on the Warriors so much. Yeah, like, like he's not. I can't think of anything he ever did. He seems like a fine. He has a no. his charity has a really weird name though. Uh, let me... I mean, I hated him. 
I hated Derek Fisher when he of was on course, the Warriors. Of course. I really hated him when he was on the Warriors. I've always hated Derek Fisher. And I hated I really hated Mike Dunleavy Jr. Don't you think our hatred mm. of, of Derek Fisher has been vindicated in the past yes. two years? Oh, like for it's, sure. It's like, no, he's definitely a bad guy. It's so beautiful <laughs> to watch. I love it. I love like he's it like so an much. adulterer. He like had a DUI. <laughs> he ruined Matt Barnes's car. Yeah. Somehow, like domestic abuser, borderline sociopath Matt Barnes is now the sympathetic figure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Is Matt Barnes back? No, he's done. Oh, he's I don't done. know if he's retired, but the Warriors brought in better players than Matt Barnes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about that. This is our Pacific Division preview episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah We're going to go through each team in the Pacific and talk about them. I oh, so, okay. Can I just tell you about what Courtney McGinnis' charity is called? Yes. So he was he was a member of the Clippers Reading All-Star Team, the only <laughs> Reading All-Star, All-Star team, team that he made. <laughs> and he had a program that, I mean, this is great. I'm not making fun of this. Uh, hundreds and thousands of free tickets. And it was called Uh-Oh, McGettios, Kids. <laughs> Uh-huh. Well, that, likes, he, that makes me like him more. Yeah, he, has, he, he actually it seems like he does a tremendous amount of charity work because, yeah, he took 600 kids to free basketball camp every year. That seems, yeah, that's a, that's great. Anyway, he's the worst Still. NBA player to watch. I hated him. <laughs> yeah, he's team. one of those guys that, that people think is good, for, and he's very ball dominant. Yeah. And all he does is get fouled and go to the free throw line every <laughs> It was time. like pump fake, jab step, jab step, jab step, <laughs> pump yeah. fake, dribble, 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 get hit, throw up a shot that has no chance of going in. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like if he touches the ball, 14 seconds of the shot clock are running off. Well, you want, you, want, you want a guy to get two assists a game and shoot 32% from three and just never pass. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. And you especially want to get that guy instead of who'd become like uh the 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 like biggest hero in the franchise's history. Oh, like, oh yeah, him instead of Baron Davis. Yeah, they yeah. a low ball Baron Davis <laughs> so they could overpay Corey McGinnis. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was like when uh, Clay scored. What was it? Sixty points in eleven dribbles. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Corey McGetty would score eleven points with sixty dribbles <laughs> each basket. <laughs> each basket. Oh god, I hated that guy. Um, yeah, it was a hard thing to swallow when Derek Fisher came to the team, though, because he was also bad. Yeah. Like they paid him a lot of money, and then Speedy Claxton kept beating him out for the starting job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he made up that, that, or he didn't make up, but he had that story about eye surgery. Well, that was after the Warriors, thankfully, but yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's when he went he to kept, Utah. He kept using his, the tragedy of his daughter's uh, sickness oh, to yeah. uh, go play for teams that and he didn't want to didn't play. Didn't he hit like a dagger shot against the Warriors in yeah. the playoffs, yeah, too, yeah. right? Was that, that before he, he it became It was the We Warrior? Believe team. No, it was yeah. after. It was after. Yeah, because yeah. they played Utah Game after. Game two yeah. of the Utah series, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. It's a bad person. He's corrupt person. corrupt union boss as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and horrible coach. So, yeah, yeah his off-the-court 
um, career has just been so delightful. To watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, should we talk about the Pacific Division, you Let's guys? Let's do it. No news today, just division. All right, what? <laughs> um, so let's start with the Phoenix Suns. Oh, what yeah, a fun let's, team. Let's get them out of the way. <laughs> uh, last year, they went 24 and 58. They had a point differential of negative 5.6 points That's per game. pretty bad. Which means, Although that on is also, average, they were losing by 5 to 6 points a game. Also, the, the, that is also the Cleveland Cavaliers' point differential in the finals, by the way. Yeah! Suck it, Cleveland! Dad, cue up game five! <laughs> uh, so they went 24 and 58, but according to... According to their expected win loss re- uh, record was twenty five and fifty seven, so they were actually worse than their numbers. Such <laughs> a fucking underachiever. <laughs> uh, they got rid of Leandro Barbosa. Mm-hmm. Uh, beep beep. Um, they brought in lottery picks, a lottery pick Josh Jackson and Davon Reed, and they're bring. They kept Allen Williams, who's a guy people decided they liked. Okay. Uh, but I've never seen him play basketball because yeah. I don't watch the Phoenix Suns. And uh, they still haven't decided what to do with Alex Len, giant white stiff lottery pick All right. center. Um, so my first question for you guys is uh, the Suns are $18 million under the cap. Wow. Uh, and they'll go even lower once they <laughs> once they get rid of Alex Len and his $12 million cap hold. Yeah, he's not going to get $12 million no. next year. Million. Spoiler, Alex <laughs> Lenz agent. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Uh, so my question is for, for you is what should the Phoenix Suns do with all that money? Uh, well, you know, you would say – you would think you make a push for LeBron, but why the hell <laughs> would he go to Phoenix? <laughs> Evidently, he loves um, – what, Bledsoe, right? Yeah. They're like boys, so maybe Eric Bledsoe can pull a Dwayne Wade for the Suns. Well, I mean, for, for next season, they'll need the money to pay, like, their, they'll need it to pay, uh, what's his Devin face? Booker. Devin Booker? Booker, yeah. This is year three? Yeah. Well, his extension won't kick in for another, like, <laughs> there's still, like, two years away from that contract kicking in, I think. Yeah, but in this day's NBA, you try and lock down anyone who can make a bucket as soon <laughs> yeah, as like, possible. Like, <laughs> yeah, can we buy you a house? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think they should take that extra money, and they should go to the talking stick indian casino uh-huh. and put it all on black oh i love it <laughs> can you do that with cap space that would be amazing if they're like somehow the phoenix suns have 54 million dollars in cap space <laughs> for letting it ride oh, uh yeah i mean i i can't think of uh, i there's probably they could get something for a salary dump. It's just it's kind of a bummer that it seems like they're in year three of tanking now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who would go to the Suns? <laughs> <laughs> who would be like, okay, I'll take your money and go to the Suns, no matter how much money they're putting up. You know, it seems like people like hanging out in Phoenix, kind of. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Who would go to the Suns? I bet Carmelo Anthony would go if they paid him enough money. Yes, if they gave Carmelo like Anthony this year. Yeah, Melo's the centerpiece. Yeah. <laughs> With a building block, Carmelo Anthony. Lala's <laughs> oh, suddenly doing local news. <laughs> We're going to give it a shot. <laughs> uh, Phoenix does have apparently uh, a lot of strip clubs. So okay. I think that's something Carmelo Anthony likes. I would I would guess yes. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I I really don't they need someone who is not about contending and all about the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like Sauce Castillo. <laughs> <laughs> they might end up with Nerland's Noel next year. Oh I could God. see that, right? Well, but they have their front court of the future, you guys. They do. Dragon Bender oh. and Marquise Anthony Randolph Chris. 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 <laughs> Len. Chris. Len. Bender. Booker. Jackson. Oh There's my your God. squad. Yeah, it's grim, man. It's like, it feels like we're like five years into Phoenix being like, yeah, it seems like they got a lot of stuff. They're just need to figure out a good trade. And they never do. Or but they it also trade doesn't and like, seem like they, they end have up with stuff? more guards. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they have like four recent lottery picks. Also, no, five. They five over- guys that were in the lottery in the past like three years. They also really overrate their own players. Like, yeah. when Phil Jackson called them with that fake trade offer for Chris Stapp's Porzingis and was like, give me Devin Booker in the fourth pick. I would have been like, yes, take him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> like, <sighs> I don't know, man. People love Devin Booker. I think he, I do not. He plays like a 2K player, like a person playing 2K. <laughs> he kind of looks a little. I don't, Be careful, I don't Sean. Like, I don't Be like careful. About, every time I see what Devin Booker looks like, I'm surprised again. <laughs> And and I do like a lot of the stuff he does. He's another one of those NBA players that other NBA players love. Yes. Like, because he's yes. sort of a non-threatening guy who is still constantly getting into fights. But yeah, they and always so players fight are like, him. ah, I like yeah. that. He's yeah. like, he and D'Angelo Russell are like the most millennial people of all time. Yeah, but I like I like their friends he, too. Right? Yeah, uh, Lonzo probably now too. You throw Lonzo in there, yeah. they're like that's like a millennial boy band. That's yeah. like the new. Oh that's like God. new new edition. <laughs> you have, yeah, you have like you have like uh, Drake's weird damaged clone. <laughs> Devin Booker does definitely feel like he'd be in that entourage, right? <laughs> And doesn't Devin, Devin Booker, I really liked that his rookie talent at or whatever talent at the All-Star game was playing like really intense ping pong. <laughs> All the other guys were like, I'm a mediocre saxophone player. And he's like, I learned this discipline with a Chinese master. 
And the whole time he was wearing like super tight white pants. I was like, I don't know what's going on with this guy, but really, it's there, fascinating. There's like a video of him being amazing at ping pong. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the TNT uh, All Star Weekend. They they always have. Um, Sean, are you sure that TNT wasn't just showing Forrest Gump, and you <laughs> thought it was? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like Devin Booker, like he went to basic training, he went to Vietnam, <laughs> and then he got really good at ping pong, and then Charles Barkley gave him a six. <laughs> <laughs> he liked uh he just liked lou williams no iman shumpert's rapping might have won no yeah. victor oladipo playing singing the singing That's victor yeah. oladipo likes right. to sing somebody yes. was a decent piano player though i can't remember who norris cole that Maybe. was the year before. Norris Harrison Cole Barnes played like is jazz not a good piano. musician, by the yeah, way. Yeah, Harrison Barnes played the clarinet, I believe, or the saxophone the... the year before. That makes sense to me. Yeah, actually, that <laughs> makes sense to me. Meta World Peace did a freestyle. Mm-hmm. It's not. He's like, I no offense to that guy, but like, like he he has the classic symptoms of a guy who's had like an undiagnosed frontal lobe injury. <laughs> And, like, you can't improvise. So they had him in the booth. He was like, I'm going to freestyle. And, like, he just kept, like, waiting and not saying enough words. Oh, like, man. you know. Oh, and I think his rap was maybe about Kobe. And so I was like, oh, this no. is a weirdly. Like, aren't you older than Kobe? All right. Back <laughs> All right, to Devin sorry. Booker. Yes. Yeah. Is he right. good? Well, he put up 70 points. Yeah, the, in a, that was like a joke, though. Yeah, no, that's just the one thing you point to. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he was he was like, he was the youngest rookie when he was a rookie, right? Mm-hmm. Are we two years into the Devin Booker experience? Yeah. Yeah, man, he, he could put up buckets. He's on like a... It's hard to fault him for just getting buckets on this garbage oh, team. Oh, for I'm sure. Like, yeah, that's what you should be doing. I just worry right. that... Three years of that then ruins a guy. Well, yes. I just don't. I don't think it's his fault yet. I mean, I like. That, I'm not really very high on Josh Jackson, but I like that they got a guy who's like, well, at least this guy will play defense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and Marquise Chris is going to scream at everybody, so that'll be dope. It's like, <laughs> but it seems like it seems like it's impossible to tell how good a guy is on a terrible team. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and when you just have yeah, I mean when you have to take the ball after you know, you're the second option after Jared Dudley, it's like really <laughs> <laughs> hey, difficult to grow. It's JMZ, okay? <laughs> JMZ. <laughs> you got to get Chandler's touches, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh question for you guys. Yes. Uh-huh. Where would the Phoenix Suns gorilla rank among Suns players? Oh my gosh! Um, <laughs> I mean, he's definitely th- like maybe third most explosive. I was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's got like a great handle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but a lot of dunks <laughs> for sure. Uh, I think he's a pretty intimidating defensive player as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. If you're driving into the lane and there's a gorilla, <laughs> in there, you're definitely going to think twice. Yeah. His court vision isn't great though. Cause I, there's no way of him. No. His, he can see how his, per- that mask has got to block his periphery yeah. a little bit. That's I would true. say he's the fourth best player. Maybe third right now. So is though. he better than Tyson Chandler? Yes. A hundred percent. He has way more mobility. No question. Lot, in my like, mind. like kind of a similar skill set, but 
Like he's, he's not quite the defender, but he's more agile. And See, I actually think his skill set probably is more like Josh Jackson's, like hyper athlete mm-hmm. who can like really dunk but can't shoot. Shaky jumper. Yeah, yeah, can't really dribble, but he just puts his head down and runs faster yeah. than anybody. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think you want him as your sixth man, though, because, I mean, that's a big psychological edge to bring that guy off the bench. Totally. <laughs> like, you know, the, the starters, the bench guys are starting to relax. They don't expect a gorilla <laughs> to be indoors <laughs> at the arena. Let alone to check into the game. Yeah, like, yeah. like he's patiently waiting at the scorer's table. Well, for... And it's in his contract that he does he's not allowed to walk to the scorer's table. He rides his ATV from oh, the bench yeah, to the scorer's table. Is, <laughs> you're like this I don't trust being around an animal driving like a motor vehicle in the best of circumstances. But this guy's clearly aggressive. I I do have, uh, foresee a lot of technicals coming his way yeah. though. <laughs> With his, some of his on-the-court antics. Yeah, it's true. He's going to foul out in about 18 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah it'd be like ripping a player's arm off or something. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, <laughs> uh, Sean, you had a question here yeah, about the talking is, stick resort. Yeah, this is how long can this team keep losing without getting pressure from the big wigs at the Talking Stick Resort. Uh, they, If you don't know, the Phoenix Sets play in the Talking Stick Resort arena. Yes, yeah. I know that. Yes. <laughs> I'm assuming it's an Indian casino. Cause it's it's got to be. Stick. It's got to be. <laughs> or it's like be. the most racist white person's version of an Indian casino. <laughs> and yeah, they probably think this fucking stick talks. <laughs> Let's call it that. Whatever. <laughs> We got uh, pie got poker. Eh, you know. <laughs> it's like Joe Arpaio's an investor somehow. <laughs> um I do wonder, like I mean they're they're probably just locked into those naming rights and probably probably that's like a good thing for them. Maybe they like it if the Suns are terrible because they'll like get to there and you've got your tickets and you paid for them, they're a sunk cost, and you're like, talking stick resort. That's a lot better. Than watching uh, Devin Booker shoot forty five times, these guys are gonna get killed. (laughs) At least I got a forty five percent chance on roulette. On the plus side, I heard they're making tons of money because every week you can, I mean, every game you can bet on whether Devin Booker is gonna score seventy points or not. And the Suns fans are always betting the over. (laughs) I think it it could happen. Uh, that is a great point, though, compared to the um, odds of the casino, the odds of the Phoenix Suns winning. Yeah, because like, <laughs> you're already spending the money on that ticket. Like, right. get some blackjack out of it. <laughs> right, right. It does feel like they've also been punished for tanking. Because, like, two years in a row, they've been, like, sitting guys down and getting shitty. And it's like, ah, the lottery didn't go your way. You're picking six. Ah, you're picking fourth. Right. Um, but yeah, they they shouldn't be quite as bad as they are, in my opinion. I mean, they have not hit on anything. No. I mean, Tyler Eulis is kind of fun. Yeah, they got a uh. bunch of guys. EJ <laughs> Warren, like, like they keep accumulating young players. I bet. 
I mean, there's very few guys on the roster older than like 26, right? Yeah, they keep accumulating young, shitty players. Young, shitty players. I think (laughs) TJ Warren is good, though, actually. I think so. But it's hard, again, it's hard to tell. Yeah. Because they're so, so garbage. Right. Right. Do you not trust the leadership of Earl Watson? I definitely do not trust the leadership <laughs> of Earl Watson. So, yeah, the, um, I mean, Brandon Knight's out for the year, right? Yeah, he what? sucks. With what? He uh, tore his ACL. ACL. Oh, fantastic. Uh, if you visit suns.com, the Phoenix Suns try to send you notifications with team news. I am going to decline. <laughs> uh, all right, Sean, let's do this right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, the over-under is 28 and a half. What do you think? Uh, I think they're trying to lose. I think they're. I think they're going under. I also think they're going under um, because I think there's a lot of really good teams in the West, and the bad teams are going to lose a lot of games. They just, they just have no shame about tanking too. Like last year, they they really tanked. Like they shut down Eric Bledsoe with like 20 games to go. Yeah. So that's yeah. they're going to trade him. They got too. no pride. Yeah. Well, what's the point? Who cares anymore? (laughs) (laughs) Who cares? Do whatever the hell you want, man. All right. The Sacramento Kings. Uh Soft spot in Cornell's heart for these Kings. Uh Uh-huh, I do. Uh, Their record last year was 32-50. and Yeah. Uh, Their point differential was minus 3.9. So Uh they lost by better than the Suns. Yeah. Uh, And their expected win. (laughs) This is wild. Their expected uh, win loss record was twenty nine and fifty three, so they were actually three games better than the numbers said they should be. Wow! Yeah. Um, they lost Rudy Gay, domestic abuser Darren Collison, Ben McLemore, Aaron Aflalo, from you know from that uh, from that song. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, it's a uh, shit. It's a Kendrick song. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. they went to high school together. Yeah. And oh. It's like all about, he's like, I used to be jealous of Aaron Aflalo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, because uh, Aaron Aflalo, like, uh, paid for an internet connection, and he'd, like, pirate music and sell CDRs. Oh, amazing. So he got his mom to buy, like, a cable modem or something like that. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, uh, they also lost Anthony Tolliver. Oh they- no! Tolliver, <laughs> <laughs> the best knee socks in the game. They also lost Tyreek Evans again. Again. <laughs> <laughs> they lost Langston Galloway, who sounds like that. Uh, weirdly, he sounds like he should have a seat in the House of Lords. Langston Galloway. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. he does. It's it. He sounds like a Supreme Court case. Like oh, Langston, Langston v. Galloway. <laughs> <laughs> Determining whether we play shirts or skins. <laughs> Everyone knows that in Langston v. Galloway, we learned that the that you can only spend three seconds in the key. Uh, <laughs> uh, and they also lost Ty Lawson, hopefully to a rehab program. Um, <laughs> we're insane. rooting for Ty Lawson. I am. I, yeah. I'm serious. He has a problem and he needs to get help. Um, yeah, definitely. Stop <sighs> driving drunk, you idiots. <laughs> I do feel like Sacramento is like DUI country, too. It's so. amazing Boogie never got one, frankly. Yeah. True. 
Yeah, it's weird because, like, <laughs> if you're looking at problematic NBA cities for that, I'd be like Atlanta, Sacramento, Phoenix, Denver. And yeah. Ty Lawson's played in half of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, but they added rookie point guard De'Aaron Fox. Mm-hmm. Rookie shooting guard small forward Justin Jackson. Yeah. Rookie... Knee injury, Harry Giles. CNPACL, <laughs> Harry Giles. Uh, and weirdly, old guy, George Hill. Old guy, Zach Randolph. Old guy, Vince Carter. Yeah. Uh, prime Euro, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Silver medalist at Silver Eurobasket. Silver medalist <laughs> yeah. in the Eurobasket. He's going to be dope. We'll get to him. Rookie Frank Mason and our hero from Summer League, Jack Cooley. Yes. Jack Cooley is this giant white dude. He looks and plays like a refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> I love him and already. I really think Sean and I are the reason he got signed. I mean, he was playing really he was well. Playing well, he was like a fan favorite. They'd bring him in. They have so many young guys. So it's right. summer league. They like legitimately field guys that are. I mean, their whole roster is like first and second year guys, right? But then they'd bring in this twenty six year old like off duty oh, no. cop Notre Dame <laughs> forward uh, Jack Cooley, and he'd just like box out, push yeah. guys around, set like Monster way screens. bigger screens than anyone else was doing at Summer League, and the Kings would just like every game they'd fall behind, and then Cooley would come in and just wreck shop, and suddenly it was like Buddy Heald's got another uncontested layup because Cooley might have killed that guy. <laughs> but the last day we were there for Summer League, we saw Jack Cooley play, and Vivek. It was in the small arena, yeah. and Vivek was there, and we just kept chant we just kept screaming for Cooley on purpose and then we started tweeting at Vivek, we started that, tweeting they should, at Vivek. that he should sign Jack Cooley and the crowd <laughs> also started like yelling we were so vocal about Cooley and then he started like it was kind of a joke and then he started really doing well and the crowd was like yeah put in Cooley <laughs> sit down scal yeah Amazing. yeah it was like Papa Johnis get out of here bring in this journeyman <laughs> This is like um, that uh, podcast, Up and Vanish, where your guys' podcast has now become part of the story. It's incredible. Yeah, it's like cereal. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I kind of think Cooley would come on the show. Yeah, I think we could probably get him. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And I think he's he's committed to playing in the G League instead of going back to Germany, where he... Ah. Like, even in Germany, they were like, he was very aggressive. (laughs) He averaged, like, four and a half off. Offensive rebounds yeah, like a game in Germany. <laughs> he's awesome. Insane. Yeah. He's all motor, man. Uh, all right. My first question <laughs> is uh, which of these guys fits best in a four on five defensive alignment? Yeah. Because if you remember right, Vivek wanted to play. Oh, he wanted to leave a guy to cherry yeah. pick. <laughs> and I think that guy's oh, buddy Lord. healed, right? Yeah. Buddy's the guy picking cherry picking for sure. I think um, I, that's maybe what Justin Jackson's there for. To play deep, to defend two guys? <laughs> to go, like, baseline to baseline like he's, like, Pitts and Ogle or something. <laughs> you got to think Zach Randolph's pretty tired by now. Yeah, like, yeah they, he can't. <laughs> none of these old guys can do it. Not George <laughs> yeah. Hill, not Zach Randolph, not Vince Carter. <laughs> Vince I, Carter's going to end up being, like, 
the majority owner by the end of the season <laughs> just by he's crafty, right? Um, I think Willie Cauley Stein would be good at it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd I think really Scal also. He's not a great defender, but he's long and he's very fast. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And then you got De'Aaron Fox, who's also really fast. Yeah. Yeah. And then Justin Jackson. Yeah. I think while that's right. Buddy Heald just waits at the three point line on the other end. Yeah. yeah. I think that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that is you perfect. know what? I'm talking myself into it. I think they could win <laughs> playing this way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've heard the arena is really cool too. I haven't been there. I haven't been yet uh, either. I like the design of their court. Yeah, yeah they it redesigned looks good. it. Yeah, it looks the only great. thing I don't like, and I've probably said this on the podcast before, I don't like that the arena has a separate mascot. I what? also don't. They have like, like a golden retriever that's the mascot, like an actual golden retriever. No, it's no, a guy, it's a a guy in a costume. costume, which looks weird. <laughs> it's not like so. He there's a there's a arena mascot and the kings. The kings have slams and the lion. Yeah. yeah, and there's also a dog that wears like a golden one and he's T-shirt. Like the golden one. like who? The <laughs> arena doesn't need a mascot. Yeah, it's and a also, building. The arena has a mascot, and it's that robot. Oh, you're that right. Yeah, Vivek yeah, yeah. has that looks like R two D two and like patrols the parking lot or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? There's a robot at the that golden patrols one. the parking lot. I think it either Amazing. patrols the parking lot or it picks no, up trash. Picks up I don't trash know inside. what it does. Picks yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, yeah, but it looks like R2-D2, kind of. Yeah. That's um, sweet. <laughs> uh, it would also do great in a four-on-five. I, see, I don't he think always so. always knows where to go. It, has, it doesn't have the reach. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so wait. Oh, you're right. It would have to be actually under the basket in yeah. those garbage points. <laughs> <laughs> it would have to be posting up for a charge in front of the circle. <laughs> So is the arena mascot just like, give it up for these seats. Nice <laughs> seats, everybody. Give it up for the concrete. <laughs> um, all right. So, Sean, you have two questions on here. Yes. Uh, is this King's offseason an overreaction to Boogie Cousins being a jerk? They brought in, like, all these, all these like, veterans to help these young guys and kind of shepherd them along the way. But yeah. All these young guys are like super high character too, right? So yeah, like isn't Scal just supposed to be kind of immature? But he's, I think Scal might have a motor problem. Isn't yeah. that his problem? Is he's like, he's kind of like Anthony Randolph. <laughs> and then he turned out, but then he turned out to be. Seems like there's a lot of Anthony Randolphs. I mean, look, if you're very tall and very skinny, there's and very fast at the same time. There's something about you where you don't want to try hard all the time, and also you make sad faces while you're on the court. <laughs> well, and I, I think also Kentucky just plays like a weird system that isn't that's like really good for guards, but not always that helpful for big guys. Yeah, like it works really well if you're Anthony Davis or Carl Anthony Towns, but if you're right. like. I'm 18. I kind of outgrew my body. Yeah. <laughs> Calipari's like, you will post up every time. <laughs> yeah. You do not dribble. Yeah. We have 11 Hyatt McDonald's <laughs> All-Americans who can dribble better than you. Because, yeah, I guess they were saying, like, Bam Adebayo was also, like, hitting 20-footers and, like, going behind his back on his dribble. And they're like, <laughs> we never saw that in college. It was like, yeah, I was would get benched if I didn't pass. That's so. wild. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, how much of a problem was Boogie really? Was he that? I think he was a he huge was a problem. 
I think he was like a real big jerk. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I think I think they got George Hill for such a cheap contract relatively that you'd just do it. But I don't know why you need Zach Randolph and Vince Carter necessarily. Those are confusing moves to me <laughs> too. Yeah, definitely. Like, like I know Vince like like both those guys are really crafty and everything, but um there's a cheaper way to do that, and uh, it's by right. hiring a coach. <laughs> right. It doesn't need to be on your cap. Or you know? signing guys for the veterans minimum. Like, Leandro yeah. Barbosa would have come there for the veterans minimum now. Yeah, I mean, like, Vince Carter got, like, $6 million or something. Eight, I think, he got right? eight, and I wonder if he was just like, I don't even really want to go here, but... It's financially irresponsible for me as a 40-year-old man. Well, and also, because if you're him, it's like, okay, I'll go there for three months, and then they'll buy me out in January, and I'll go to a contender. Right. Yeah, that that makes sense. The Randolph contract, I don't understand, though, because it's more than a year. He was like, I can buy weed there, man. (laughs) (laughs) I had to to buy directly from the 3-6 Mafia (laughs) Memphis. If Justin Timberlake was out of town, I was screwed. <laughs> I can't think of anyone else who's from Memphis. Um, um, I just think, yeah, I think maybe my my just love of Boogie Cousins made me blind. Maybe just not want to believe how big of an asshole he truly was. I think the dangerous thing about him is that you've got guys that are just like surly malcontents that are easier to be like, right? oh, uh but Boogie also has the capacity to be like super charming and warm, and he's really charismatic, mm-hmm. and so it like hurts more. That's probably when he's it. <laughs> That's probably it. Yeah, <laughs> or when he's getting in fights in New York with Matt Barnes. Yeah, and you're oh, like, yeah. I know Ooh. you're. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. There, there was another question I had. Oh. I just want to say, this isn't a question, it's a statement. Uh, I know when we were talking about the Dallas Mavericks, I had said before that I think Dennis Smith is going to win Rookie of the Year, but now I'm 100% certain Bogdan Bogdanovich is going to win Rookie of the Year. Oh. Uh, he's, He's been the best player in Europe for like three years. How old is he? Like twenty. He's like twenty five. <laughs> He's coming here to play for this garbage ass Kings team yeah. where no one else can shoot. Uh, he is going to score like eighteen points a game and have five rebounds and five assists. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't Bogdanovich already in the league? No, that's Boyan. There's a Boyan Bogdanovich, and this is Bogdan Bogdanovich. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Boyan yeah. was on, is on the Nets or was was uh, then he's he was on, on the, the Wizards and now he's on the Pacers. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh god, these Bogdanovich storylines are so confusing. Yeah, yeah. But he's like a big shooting guard. He's gonna start. Right. He's gonna be awesome. Or is he gonna? Or is Buddy gonna start? He'll play the three. I bet. Oh, that's right. Yeah, twenty five. He's gonna be tough. So, but he can dribble. He can shoot, and he can pass. Well, that's great. Yeah, those, yeah, great those things all things that no one else on the Kings can do. <laughs> <Yeah>. All three. <laughs> uh, I'm really excited to watch this team, um, despite their 50 year old veterans yeah. that they just signed. I'm into the weird. I'm into how weird this team is. What other team in the history of the league has one 25 year old who's a rookie from Europe and then a million? 
19 and 20 year olds and then three like 40 year olds grizzled <laughs> veterans <laughs> yeah george hill is like 33 and his ankle is like 65 <laughs> yeah. yeah like buddy healed is like <laughs> is like the closest guy to being in his prime age and it's his <laughs> second year in the league <laughs> it's cuz he was drafted super old yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, Sean, you got one other question? Yeah, just we need to clear this up because we had an episode title early on that was called Do You Think Buddy Healed Has Had Sex? So like, we need to just ask. He's well, probably had sex. That now, was right? Dave's question. Oh, was and Dave's before question. I definitely I was like, yes, Buddy Healed has had sex before. Yeah. Easily. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> you think, what, four years in college? I mean, also, didn't he, was he from the Caribbean somewhere? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're known for <laughs> sex. They're known for sex. <laughs> I'm just like, like, warm weather, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on the beach. You get a little little things happen. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on before we get in trouble. Oh, yeah. All right, uh, over under 28 and a half, Sean. You know, I... I'm not really sure why they loaded up so much this year, but they did, and... You know, they were like a 29-win team. This is this is a three-game decline. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the over. Like, they're just, they have too many good guys. They got, they got a good coach. They got too many good dudes. They probably shouldn't be winning this many games, but I think they're just going to win 30 games. Like, yeah. They're just, they're going to be like, they're going to win a lot of those games where they're just tough to play. Like, mm-hmm. like now they've got guys who are like George Hill is going to be pretty consistent when he's on the court, and I think their I think their defense is going to be pretty decent too. Yeah, I could I could see this team just getting some real momentum going and going on some streaks. Um, you know, not making the playoffs or anything. Yeah. Right, but, right. But I could see them being surprising when you have no expectations and you got you're really young and you have a lot of talent. Like you could put together some wins. Yeah, this is like a team I could see just like murking the Detroit Pistons twice in February. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, I understand where you guys are coming from, but I don't think Vince Carter's going to be there for very long. George Hill played like 40 games last year. Yeah. Uh, I don't think any of these old guys are going to be playing, and I think they're going to be playing a lot of rookies all the time, and rookies don't win, so I'm taking the under. And I just think the West is so, like, they have to play, like, half their games against 50-win teams, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm taking the under. Uh, but I think I wouldn't bet on it. I think it's pretty close. I think it's like they're like a 28-27 win team. It's a yeah. hard. Yeah. It's I mean, my, my main inclination is just that um, they're going to be like, I just think they're going to pick up some of those garbage wins when other t- like they're not yeah, going to yeah. tank at any. Point. Oh, I know exactly yeah. what you're saying because I think they yeah. don't have their pick next year either, or they have a pick swap. Don't the Celtics have a pick swap? No, they had a pick swap this year, so their pick is gone next year. I think. Oh, their pick did get swapped this year because they yeah. had three in the lottery. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, and I feel like De'Aaron Fox is going to be real motivated too to prove how good he is you know yeah i just think even the best rookies 
Like, even guys who win Rookie of the Year aren't actually worth wins, usually. Yeah. They're worth, like, maybe one win. Yeah. And that's, like, the best rookie. But, like, a rookie playing, like, 40 minutes a game, like, at point guard in the NBA. But he's... But, I mean, I think they've... I feel like they covered for a lot of their rookies this offseason. Like, he doesn't have to play 40 minutes a game. So, you think George Hill's going to be healthy? Well, I mean, he the workload's a lot less. I yeah. don't know. I think, I, what do you think, how many games do you think George Hill's going to play? I don't know. What did he play last year? 40? Like 42, yeah. Yeah, I would guess it'd be about the same. Yeah, I think he's going to play like 60 games. Yeah, we'll see. I have, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just had an injury last year, and he was on a team where he couldn't really sit it down, shut it down. And yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows, man? Whatever. I, they could just be like a <laughs> yeah. They just kind of feel like a dark horse team to me that could just really pull sure. together some momentum. I'm but really for, pulling for him. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's no, it I too. like him. I think that it's going to be a much happier year this year than they were the yes. previous three. But I still, you know. I don't know about 28 wins in the way the West is. Yeah. Um. All right. The Lakers, you guys, let's talk about them. All right. Last year, they were 26 and 56. Their point differential was negative 6.9. Wow. Nice. nice. 69. <laughs> <laughs> it was a negative 69. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It That's like, not like zero gravity? Or? <laughs> I think it's like the back of your head up to your butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that pleasant, but it's real filthy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my balls are at the back of your head. <laughs> uh, all right. Their expected win uh, loss record was 21 and 61. So they were actually way better than they were supposed to be last year. I think they year. had the worst point differential in the league. Yeah. I think they were actually worse on paper than the Nets. Okay. So they wow. lost D'Angelo Russell. <sighs> Swaggy P, Timofey Mozgov, Mozgov, <laughs> Meta World Peace, and Tarek Black. They brought in Lonzo Ball, Brooke Lopez, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, Andrew Bogut, Kyle Kuzma, Thomas Bryant, Josh Hart, and shooting guard slash undercover cop Alex Caruso. Yeah, he looks like he's a 21 <laughs> Jump Street dude. He sounds like it too, Alex Caruso. <laughs> we saw him at Summerlin and we're like, does this guy have a comb over? Like, <laughs> Caruso! We told you not to get emotionally involved with Lonzo. I got the bus family so far up my ass. <laughs> Caruso, turn in, turn in your badge and your shooting shirt. You're suspended. <laughs> um, all right, my first question. And this is for you, Cornell, because okay. Sean and I actually answered this yes. last episode. How long until Andrew Bogut says something Codedly racist about Lamar, uh, Lavar Ball. Oh my god! <laughs> I think it's already happened. Right? It's going to be like media day, yeah. like the second. <laughs> yes, unbelievable. Yeah. Oh my god! There couldn't be two louder personalities that are going to go directly head to head. Oh my god! Because Lavar Ball is going to interject himself somehow 
with with Andrew Bogut. Andrew Bogut's gonna have to respond. Well, I think it'll. I think Bogut fires the first shot. Actually, yeah, yeah. Bogut's a You're troll. Right. You're right. You're well, right I mean, Levar, and Lavar is a troll, but like. He doesn't Not care to about Andrew, Andrew Bogut. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, why would he care about Andrew Bogut? He'll have it's to like, look. Australians buy shoes too. <laughs> yeah. Also, it will take two and a half years for us to ship a shoe to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, I don't have a lot of questions about this team, except I guess the first question I should ask you guys mm-hmm. is: uh, Do you think Lonzo is going to be good in his first year? Um, I, I think he's going to do what he needs to do to stay the Lonzo ball that people are expecting him to be. And if what that does that sense. mean? <laughs> I don't think he's going to average a triple double this year or anything, but I think he's going to have some highlight plays that look very, what people want to see from Lonzo ball. Mm-hmm. He's going to be exciting, great passes, hit some threes here and there, maybe a few buzzer beaters or something, but I don't think he's going to be amazing. Uh, I think it really helps that they got KCP. Yes. The thing he was going to get, like, guys like Russell Westbrook were going to just destroy him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Although, I that, mean, and that still might happen. Still might happen, but I just think they have a guy that's going to at least keep him from getting, like, blown off the floor. You know, like, mm-hmm. what team has a backcourt that Lonzo can't handle either guy? You know, it's not that many teams. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, I think he'll be, like, fine, and he'll kind of shoot terribly but it won't make that much of a difference because he just won't shoot that much right it's my guess like there's so they have so many young guys right now like they ended up with like four guys from that draft yeah it's he's just gonna be like distributing and the lakers don't have their pick next year Mm -hmm. but i mean they're i feel like there's going to be a lot of fake pressure on him from the media yeah but I think he's kind of savvy enough to realize there's not any pressure on him from his boss, Magic Johnson. Right. You know? So I think he's in, I think he's in a really good situation, actually. Uh, yeah. Uh, what I do think, and I noticed this at Summer League, I can't remember if I told this on the podcast, but I think he's going to be a weirdly hard sell for Lakers fans. Not real Lakers fans, but the Kobe Bryant section of Lakers fans. Mm. Because when we saw him at Summer League, they were just screaming at him f- for him to shoot it every single time. Because in their minds, like, that's what a star player does. And that is not what Lonzo Ball does. Right. And then I think in people's heads, when they think of Lonzo Ball, they probably, um, like, fuck it up and think of LaMelo Ball shooting the half-court three-pointer. <laughs> right, right, right. It's their number one frame of reference for the Ball family in general <laughs> playing basketball. And- yeah. <laughs> I would love to see Lonzo at one point point at the floor and it's like 12 feet from the basket and he sinks a jumper there. He's like, I can do this too. I can, I can point at the floor just like the rest. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious whether he – the thing I'm kind of curious about is uh, whether he keeps that weird shot or if he – if they try uh-huh. to like – I bet it. he cleans it up. I bet it's even going to look different by the time we get to yeah. camp. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, he's really tall. That's the that's the that's like the thing that makes me kind of believe in him the most is that he's like six six. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. this is gonna be good. I think here's my prediction for Lonzo. 
and it's not actually it's more of a Lavar prediction. I think if Lonzo is good right away, we don't actually hear as much from Lavar. But if Lonzo sucks, we're gonna hear a lot from Lavar to yes. take the pressure off of Lonzo. I totally agree. Yeah, and I think I think like the Lavar influence is. I don't think that phases Lonzo at all. No, it's no. negligible. It's like when your dad's like that, but basically really harmless, like whatever. Right, right, right. And you know what's he got to do? I mean, he's got Brooke Lopez and Julius Randle. You can throw oops too. You can just throw it out to KCP for some threes. It's mm-hmm. all he's got to do. Yeah. And like just make it look flashy once every three games, and he's achieved his goal, I feel like. This is such a weird year for the Lakers because they're like – stuck like they don't have a pick and they also don't know which of these young guys they're keeping and like there's this weird like lebron's gonna be here paul george is gonna be here and like those are still just weird rumors like paul george could love oklahoma city like you don't even know totally and like lebron it seems i still don't buy that rumor I don't really understand why he necessarily would want to go to the Lakers. Uh, Yeah, I could totally buy it before Kyrie left, and now I feel like he's got to stay. I think it's like he's the boss. Like, like he will not (laughs) be the boss of the Lakers. He's the boss of the Cavs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also, I just, if you're him and you're already losing to the Warriors in the finals, you might as well lose in the finals and and not the the Western Conference finals. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, Laker fans. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. I mean, do you even hope for any of these guys to develop, or do you just kind of wait for next year and hope you get uh, Paul George, LeBron, DeMarcus Cousins, John Wall? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that rumor that they're getting, yeah, that they're getting Cousins, Wall, uh, George, George, and LeBron? And LeBron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That was ridiculous. Right. All right, right, Sean, you have two questions. I have two questions. Uh, Who do we think will take over Jack Nicholson's role as the Alpha Lakers fan? Oof. Breckin Meyer? (laughs) That's where they're headed. That's the star quality they deserve. Uh, I think I said this for the Clippers, too, but... (laughs) I think it's going to be like Jake Paul or like one of those oh fine God. stars. Uh, you, you, yeah, you said that Jake and Logan Paul were going to buy season tickets to those like those next star to the seats at the Clippers. <laughs> so like, no, I don't know if Jake Paul could afford Laker tickets. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is there anybody who like could try could think that that's like the way to get their comeback? I don't know. You know, once you brought it up, I think it might be Jake Paul at both Clippers and <laughs> Lakers games courtside. I love basketball. Just like holding a sign that says, like, it's every day, bro. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, I think he's been evicted from his house, so maybe he'll try to just rent a spot at L.A. Live. <laughs> it would be amazing if it was just, like, Gilbert Arenas. Yeah, he's like, hey, I got the money. Like, I love basketball. That would be. I live incredible. in L.A. Yeah, that would be incredible. Do you think a female fan could ever take over that spot? 
I mean, isn't Diane Cannon kind of angling for it? Isn't that she? Is, she's just not famous. Enough. I know, but like, I mean, she was. Really she's like famous. the second, like, person you think of. Actually, you know yeah. what I mean behind Jack. Right. Do you think Denzel could do it, or is he too busy? I don't think Denzel goes to enough games. Yeah, I think he works too much, and he's also too old to really take over the Jack yeah. throne. You know, Adam Levine. No. <laughs> 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 no, he he. You can't after him after he posted that picture of himself wearing that Lamarcus Aldridge Lakers jersey. Like that's oh, too embarrassing. You can't. Yeah, you can't. That's uh, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that's horrendous. Um, uh, uh, maybe like Nick Cannon. I can see. Uh, yeah, I mean he's so deep in the NBA. What if it was like Kevin Hart trying to rebuild his public image? Kevin Hart's hmm. a Sixers fan, though, pretty oh, aggressively, isn't he? Yeah, yeah I guess yeah, that's you're right. right. <laughs> Will Ferrell? Will Ferrell? Slows down I work feel like Gary Sanchez? Isn't Will Ferrell more of a Clipper fan? No. Really? He's a Laker, he's a Laker fan? He's from LA. Because I know he's so. an Angels fan. Yeah, but wow. even even if you grew up in Orange County, you rooted. Because the Lakers didn't move until... You mean the Will Clippers? F- Sorry, the Clippers didn't move from yeah, San yeah. Diego until... I mean, I don't know how old Will Ferrell is, but but he was like 18 by then. So I mean, it could be Will Ferrell. I don't know if I've ever seen Will Ferrell at a game. He works too much. It's got to be a guy who's like, yeah, I don't know. It's got to be yeah. someone who's like L.A.-based and doesn't have to leave L.A. A yeah, lot. can I throw out a name? Someone who might not be able to leave L.A.? Who? Robert Durst, the jinx. <laughs> He gets I, wheeled in in a straight jacket. Courtside jinx. <laughs> Animal butter. <laughs> uh, he can't spell Beverly right. Yeah, That's yeah. the problem. Oh. <laughs> uh, man, well, you can't go to Clippers games with Patrick Beverly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Can I take what a if, sandwich? What if it was OJ? Oh my God! Well, he he can't leave Florida. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, he could be the number one Orlando Magic fan, though. They'd be like, "This is a lot like having Dwight Howard back." <laughs> like, really, who is more popular in America, Dwight Howard or OJ Simpson? I'm gonna say it's OJ. It's OJ for sure. For sure, it's OJ. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Normally we play a game where we post a poll to Twitter asking what an NBA luminary is doing. Yeah. But we're not doing that this week. Instead, our poll is going to be who's more popular in America, OJ Simpson <laughs> or, or Dwight, or Dwight Howard. Howard. Oh, my God. I want to know who votes for Dwight Howard. Yeah. It'll be easy. It won't be many people. Nice. <laughs> yeah, if you vote for Dwight, let me hear from you. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can skip this last one. Uh, yeah. All right. So, over under thirty three and a half. I think they're gonna be way better, and they're not gonna win thirty four games. <laughs> like, like they just were a twenty one win team last year, and I think they're gonna be way better. And I think they're gonna win like thirty two games, even. But like, I think the over is a serious sucker bet. This would be like my. This my. is a lead pipe lock. Yeah, this is, this is my yes. crippled guy washes up on a magic island lock of the week. 
Yeah, you got it. I mean, 13 games better this season? Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah, their actual record was 20. They won 25 games or 26? Or Regard, they're projected, regardless, they're projected at least an eight-win real improvement yeah. and then a 13-win improvement on their projected record. Yeah, I think they're just playing off the money at people or people are just thinking about Lonzo. And, yeah, honestly, I also think that um, just proximity to Vegas makes L.A. teams like the, the Lakers over under is always too high. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is an under for sure. Yeah. What like count it. Count it. Kobe <laughs> under. <laughs> uh, um, although KCP is a great pickup. I oh, he's say. great. KCP is great stay. pickup. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to stay if Paul George is coming. You know <laughs> yeah. I mean? They need that yeah. money to sign. Him. <laughs> uh, all right. We've got two more teams in this division. The only two good teams in this division. But, yeah. Sean, do you want to do our ad read before yeah, we get is, to those? this is a weird one. Uh, our ad read is for a new children's film. Uh, I guess it's an animated fantasy sports movie. It's called How to Train Your Dragon Bender Like Beckham. Uh, this shows the story of uh, a, a young Croatian dragon who he's wild you basically he he can't fly that well he's useless in the post and he can't play any dragon defense uh so a young indian girl befriends him and then trains him in the fantasy world of phoenix oh come on (laughs) these guys aren't even trying i'm sorry uh it culminates. Eventually, they begin to trust each other. He stops hanging around with the dragons who are a bad influence, like Marquesi Cristo. <laughs> and eventually, he takes the penalty kick at the Dragon World Cup. Will he make it? You're going to have to go to the theater and find out. This movie was wildly expensive. There's no reason this script was drafted as high as it was. <laughs> and it's going direct to CISO, which doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon Bender Like Beckham. It's impossible to view this film. Okay, well, thank you. How to Train Your Dragon Bender Like yeah. Beckham. Uh, good job. Good job, guys. <laughs> um, all right, the LA Clippers, they were 55 and 27. Their point differential was 4.3 pretty sick uh their expected (laughs) win record 57 and 25 so they were two games worse than they were supposed to be okay out chris paul out (laughs) jj reddick ouch out jamal crawford out luke richard and baamute okay out (laughs) paul pierce out Paul Pierce's farewell tour. <laughs> no, 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 no. There ain't gonna be a farewell tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. They thought that you think you love they you thought they loved you like Kobe. You ain't yeah. Kobe. Alright. Um <laughs> in Danilo the Rooster Gallinari. Uh Milos Teodosic. Patrick Beverly spelled the way the jinx spells it. By oh, the way. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lou Williams. Sam Decker, Montrez Harrell, and Cinderius Thornwell. Yeah. Um, they also drafted another rookie whose name I can't remember, but he's also 
it was they had their first good draft in a while where they mm-hmm. drafted young guys that people were like, oh, those guys are young guys who might be good. All right, so my first question is, do you think DeAndre Jordan wakes up in the middle of the night with PTSD of Chris Paul yelling at him? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yelling at him in the Dallas apartment that they had him locked in. <laughs> Just wondering what could have been had he not listened to fucking Chris Paul and Doc Rivers. Oh, my God. Yeah. Chris Paul would be the worst person to play basketball with. Which is so weird because he's such like a traditional point guard. Yes. That like there's something extremely abusive about Chris Paul where he's like, I give you the ball wherever you want it. And like he's like the Ike Turner of basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Baby, I dribbled out the shot clock. Well, were you ready? (laughs) I got you. I got you this. I got you this commercial where you have to dress like a woman. <laughs> Aren't you great, but you don't think this dress is pretty, DeAndre? <laughs> oh, DeAndre, come on, baby. We can do another round of commercials. This time we're going to get attacked by skunks. Why? You're complaining about the commercials? I put food on this table. Oh, man. Yeah, just the thought. Oh, that was dark. All right. <laughs> Yeah, they are going to be super relieved. I mean, I do think that's probably what makes Chris Paul so good. Is yeah. that? Yeah, because like, he's five foot fire. ten. Yeah, yeah, and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'd have to. He'd have to have that. So, and whenever they needed a bucket, he would make. He would hit the bucket. He's clutch. Well, not he's in the playoffs. Really clutch. <laughs> but he playoffs. still scores at the end of the games. It's just yeah, he can't. Yeah. He can't be a go-to, but if he need a bucket in the last second, he would be. He would. He, he had some clutch buckets. He would come through. I feel like when they needed mm-hmm. to, he would put up. He'd back up all of his horrible talk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> terrifying his teammates. I think one of those games against Utah, he hit a shot, and then just Joe Johnson came back and hit a better shot. Uh, excuse me, use his. Full oh, name, sorry, seven-time All-Star and future Hall of Famer Joe Johnson. <laughs> Is that how he's referred to? That's yeah. officially his name. That's legally. His officially his name. We have heard from his lawyers so, on this podcast. Um, uh, yeah, so, I feel like if you get out of the shower as a Clipper uh, last season and you grab a towel and it was actually Chris Paul's towel, <laughs> you would be horrified. You're in for a world of hurt. Yeah, anything like that. Um, so he scares me question for you guys. Uh huh. Um, doc's not long for this team, right? Oh, God, they, you I would mean, have to hope not. <laughs> it's crazy because you look at the team and you're like, we, we made fun of Austin rivers getting a three year deal yeah. last year. Yeah. But it honestly like broke up the team because JJ Redick and Jamal Crawford all year, knew that they weren't coming back after the season. It was annoying enough that, like, Chris Paul hated it. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe Chris Paul would have left anyway, but it just seems like a combo of stuff where it's like, like, you giving your son so much money is going to cost you your job eventually. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. if this team, this I I'm having a hard time reading this team because I think they added a lot of interesting talent, but they traded out their entire backcourt except yeah. for the coach's kid. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Teodosic and Beverly is interesting. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Milo um, is very Milo's, interesting. He's, yeah, he's interesting <laughs> is the way to frame yeah. Milo's Teodosic. Well, they got like like. Like, they've never really had a bench, particularly. Sure. And now it's... Like, is there a single guy on this roster now who was on uh, a playoff team that faced the Celtics, like, 10 years ago? I don't think so. Uh, Gallinari would have been, but he got traded to yeah. the to the Denver Nuggets. So, Doc Rivers right. actually... For Carmelo Anthony. Right. <laughs> Doc Rivers actually is completely unfamiliar with him. Yeah. <laughs> he's been the... uh, but, you know, I mean, it's uh, it's hard to... I mean, losing Chris Paul does seem like a pretty big deal, but at the same time, it's like they did get a lot back for him. They did. Of I... all the guys that got traded, like, somehow they got more for him, even though he was a free agent, than, like... Jimmy Butler and Paul George got <laughs> right, right, definitely. I mean, I like um, obviously Patrick Beverly's um, solid. He's like he's like fun Derek Fisher. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's like openly a bastard <laughs> right. instead but, of a secret bastard. But he like <laughs> yells at fans and the other team and not his own teammates. Right. So I feel like that might be healthier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. I love Montrez Harrell. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I like Sam Decker. Me too. Sam yeah. Decker. You know who he is, right? White Harrison Barnes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I have said this before. It's a tough upgrade. It, it's a little bit of a downgrade, but probably like the youth makes up for it. But Jamal Crawford is the Michael Jordan of Lou Williams's. <laughs> <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Yeah. It actually so, makes perfect sense. You know, like this is this this is like a perfect replacement. Um but I gotta say, Gallinari has a broken hand because he punched a guy in Eurobasket. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh, I forgot about Blake that. Blake Griffin broke his hand for punching a guy <laughs> oh, no. two years ago. <laughs> uh DeAndre Jordan healthy as a, a horse. Like he he's, can't be hurt. he's yeah, he's like the Terminator. <laughs> um I don't know if Danilo Gallinari and Blake Griffin are like your best possible like it's a pretty dicey core uh health wise it's so, uh-huh. it's so fun though like like th- their front court has so much charisma right now like all those guys are just great yeah just keep but, any European or uh, trainer away from those two guys. Yeah. <laughs> just maybe tape up their hands after games just in case <laughs> they want to go out to dinner with the wrong person. I feel like it's almost like how you don't want the president and the vice president to fly in the same plane. <laughs> right. Like you can't let both those guys be in the training room at the same time or the same restaurant They're or like the same like, like, like if yeah, Daniel Garnari they... shows up at like a just for laughs after party those guys are gonna fight to the death <laughs> they uh, both have broken hands it turns out they both went to punch each other and their fists <laughs> hit in midair <laughs> um i could here's what i could see happening though mm-hmm. i could see this going bad 
Me too. Oh yeah. Like um no, but immediately I could see if if for some reason Blake and Danilo both aren't there to start this season, I could see them starting like one in ten and uh-huh. firing Doc Rivers. Yeah. yeah. I mean I could see that. I just don't think they're gonna be that bad, even though they lo- they lost these guys. Like- I also but that's the other thing is like I could also see them this team being the seventh seed or the sixth seed. Yeah. Right. Like it's a coin flip. <laughs> um, yeah. It kind of yeah, to me like their season hinges on when Blake Griffin comes back from his injury. Yes. Which is yeah. like turf toe. Is a broken toe? I think he's like an I think they injury. think he's going to be okay, right? I, mean, I think he did the opener. Just... Oh right, no, he's not coming back for the opener. Well, he won't be it's back. It's like for... November, I think. They th- and that's like healthy. Yeah, like that's like optimistic, if I remember right. So, but I mean, even if so, if they're all healthy, they're going to run the offense through Blake. You got to think. Yeah. So as of July, Blake says he's going to be in training camp. Okay. So, you know, he had surgery on his toe, but he also got hurt in like April. So I just. I think they're running this team through Tia Dosich if they're smart. <laughs> I want to see that. That's what I want to see. I mean, like, it, it's, it feels like such a breath of fresh air for the Clippers, who basically yes. ran out the same squad for, like, four years mm-hmm. in a row, and now it's, like, it seems so loose. Yeah, like, then they're like, guess what? Remember Pablo Prigioni? We got the fun version of yeah. him. <laughs> what if he'd come over when he still had cartilage in his knees? I think it would go a little something like this. How well, old? isn't Tia Dosich also like 33? He's old. He's yeah. old. <laughs> he definitely old. Why be like, Prigioni was like a 35-year-old rookie. Yeah, yeah. And like when Prigioni for- came over two years earlier. <laughs> Athletic freak, would he have been? <laughs> so he's Tito since he's thirty. Okay, thirty. All right. Okay, 30 that is younger. Rookie. All right, but Brizioni, I mean, that's like that's a dude who was having a midlife crisis. He came over at thirty-two, he, I think. Right? I think he was older than that. <laughs> uh, and like, didn't get that much money, and also wasn't that big a star. No, he wasn't. I don't even think he was a starter in Europe. Brizioni, right? yeah. Wow. So he's 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 already a coach. <laughs> uh he came over and he started playing in twenty twelve. So he was he was thirty five and a half <laughs> when his NBA career began. That should be a movie, dude. All right. Because um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, also he speaking of the Clippers, he was so good in that game where, they, where the Rockets came back and ruined the Clippers. That's right. <laughs> It was Prigioni, Josh Smith, and Josh Smith led the fucking way. Yeah, and Corey Brewer. <laughs> well, best. James Harden sat on the bench with a towel on his head like an asshole. That's right. <laughs> That's oh gonna. God. It's gonna be fun to see him and Chris Paul. Just, <laughs> that energy. It's, yeah. Do you think they're gonna just install crystals all over the arena to try to like? Just stop some of that bad energy. <laughs> I don't guys. know. I don't know, man. They're going to be the worst body language team in the league easily. Yeah. Well, and you know, Mike D'Antoni was so good before with two malcontents. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like real good at handling that. You know, the guys, the guys who always think they should have the ball more. Yeah. Why would that be? A- 
but now he doesn't have a mustache anymore. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I'm not even convinced it's the real Mike D'Antoni. <laughs> um, all right, Sean, you have two questions. Oh, well, I, I just oh. I just want to say about the Clippers, like I just don't understand how their offense is really going to work. I don't either. Oh yeah, it's... Lob City's dead. What's DeAndre Jordan going to do? Well. Gallinari and Teodosic, I think, are actually really good at throwing lobs, and so is Blake. I think we might see a resurgence of lobs. You think so? Just like it's Blake throwing the lobs, and so yeah. like his body's broken down, and he's like, "Well, I guess I'm the point guard." I mean, now. Blake kind of doesn't dunk that much anymore yeah. anyway. So yeah. like, Blake's a really good passer, and Danilo and Teodosic are like crazy passers. Right? Could I Blake think we're going to see two? a. No, I think he's gonna. I think he's the four. What you want him to be is eventually be able to play the five. I think, but at like a weird hybrid Draymond five. Oh well, DeAndre's on the bench. I don't I know how do it, dude. I don't know how Doc Rivers is gonna. I mean, because what he had Rondo and Chris Paul, uh-huh. and now he has a Patrick Beverly who's just gonna run to the corner. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, That's he, weird he has no. He's a dumb guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's not gonna be able to figure this out. That's a really good point, Cornell. <laughs> and in fact, like maybe influencing my over/under pick coming up. Uh, so the over/under is forty-three and a half. Wow. Uh, they won fifty-five games last year. I feel you're like basically betting on Blake's health here. I think so too. Because yeah. I think if Blake's there and these guys are healthy, I think this team wins 45 games. And I think they're, like, pretty reliable for it. Because they're not – they used to they used to just get derailed when one of these guys would get hurt. And now it's like they're kind of covered mm-hmm. with right. – you know, you look at this and they – I mean, they have like, no guards. Well, <laughs> they weirdly have no – Yeah. Like – Yeah, it's like Pat Lou. And Austin and, and the Tia Dosage. And then uh, Sindarius Thornwell yeah, is their fourth guard. Well, he'll be like a defensive monster. Who I just mean like else. all of they have the Boston Celtics thing where they don't have a two guard over the height of like six four. And then they have like seven small forwards. Yeah. Well, sort of. But yeah. like. Gallo's actually a four. Like, his best right. position was four. Well, and Harrell and Decker are kind of in that same... Harrell's a like five, five, basically, and yeah. under... F- and, like, Decker also, I think, was a better was better as a four than a three. Yeah, I mean, the roster does not it's weird. totally make sense. <laughs> well, it's not really a guard-dominated league anymore anyway, so <laughs> it should be fine. <laughs> Man, what if they just start... They're going to play so slow... Yes. I think they're going to play really fast. And they're still coached by Doc Rivers, though. But I get... No, you're right. It's Chris Paul that does that. Chris Paul's the slow one. Yeah. And when Chris yeah, Paul was right. out, that one year Blake almost won, like was a top five MVP candidate. They played really fast through Blake. Do you That'd think... be so cool. I hope they're good. <laughs> I, ho- I hope they're good, too. It would be fun to watch. I mean, I, uh, uh, yeah, it'd be fun to watch. I hope Tia Dosich gets a lot of PT. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's weird how into Bogdan Bogdanovich and Milos Tia Dosich we've been we on this We just like spot. an out-of-control, swarthy Euro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> unathletic and old. Huh? <laughs> unathletic old white guys. Like everything I want in a point guard is also everything I'm terrified of eventually dating my daughter. <laughs> like, that's just Milos Teodosic. Oh, no. Uh, he uh, seems way too old to me. Well, he's also he's like super arrogant. That's the other thing I like about him. Oh, really? He says like crazy things. Yeah. Well, and uh, my favorite uh, thing <laughs> is too when Patrick Beverly played in in Turkey, they uh, were his, teammates, and his hotel alias was Milos Teodosic. Oh no, that was this oh, year in, in Houston. NBA. Oh, oh, <laughs> really? Milos T- Patrick Beverly. Milo, he's, he'll say Milos Teodosic is the best teammate he's ever at, had and also one of his favorite people ever. Wow. And it's <laughs> amazing. That's the thing, like, can Doc Rivers preside over a team of, like, well-balanced individuals? Because, like, the 2008 <laughs> Celtics is a collection of psychos. Yes. Like, Paul Pierce is the normal one. Ray Allen has like OCD. Kevin Garnett's crazy. Rajon Rondo's crazy. Big Baby's crazy. I mean, the I guess most, Kendrick Perkins is a good dude. The most normal one is Nate Robinson though. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> but, but I guess I feel like that's what Doc Rivers like presides over weird chaos. Like, uh, these guys are getting along too much. Yeah. Better bring in my son to drive a wedge <laughs> to this backcourt. But we have a lot of guards, Doc. We're getting my son. And then he's like, but yeah, if it's a room full of crazy people, he's like, everybody shut up and give me a dollar. Yeah, and everyone's like, ah, okay, I'm, this is the craziest guy in jail. I'm hiding our coach. <laughs> I'm hiding this money in this hole in this wall, and we're coming back to get it in June. <laughs> my my question that they might have some trouble with is like the guys who have been on the Clippers have been conditioned to this. Is there going to be a crucial point in the game when Doc Rivers is like going out of play from the sidelines and like literally the guys can't hear him? <laughs> oh, They're like yeah. we're expecting someone to talk at a higher register. Like in <laughs> Europe, we're not used to this like hoarse, choked yelling <laughs> right. from the sidelines. Right? Yeah. Austin, <laughs> they gotta get Austin the fuck out of there. That's all I know. That would, <laughs> if they if they yes. were able to like move Austin Rivers, I'd I'd be so just like forty eight wins. So for Sean, this team. are you taking the over or the under? You've been dancing. I've been around dancing it. around. It. I'm going over. I'm going over. I because I, I I think Blake's gonna actually be healthy play a little bit more. Yeah. All right. Um, I wanted to take the over. But because Sean said the over and I have no idea what to do with this team, I'm taking that under, yeah, baby. I like that. I like that. And bet it, betting against Doc Rivers, yeah, exactly. I mean, like, that feels good. Yeah. <laughs> it, felt, yeah. it felt bad. Like, oh, he's got to figure it out. It's worth losing the money just to bet against Doc Rivers. <laughs> yeah, it's like winning twice if you win. All right. Finally, it's our team, you guys. The Golden State Warriors. Oh, baby. Last year, they went 67 and 15. Their point differential was 11.6. Fairly high. Uh, <laughs> their expected record was 70 and 12. Those so underachieving they, bums. Yeah, so they were three games worse <laughs> no than they were supposed to no be. Heart. <laughs> no heart. Uh, they got rid of James Michael McAdoo. Oh, no. Finally. <laughs> uh, Ian Clark. <laughs> And Matt Barnes. But don't worry. They brought in Nick Young, Omri Caspi, mm-hmm. Jordan Bell, 
and a person named Antonius Cleveland, according to RealGM.com. <laughs> he, he sounds like he would be like one of the Roman senators who grudgingly went along with stabbing Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> Antonius Cleveland, what say you? <laughs> you know. Or See, just like a, he sounds like a computer-generated 2K That's player. what I was going to say. Is yeah. He sounded like uh, he's like a 2K player come came to life, a sentient. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 2K player. Maybe he is. Um, it's possible. It is. You know, it's Silicon Valley. <laughs> yeah. <so>. <laughs> <laughs> um, staying, they, they're bringing back Andre Godala. They're bringing back Sean Livingston. They're bringing back David West. They're bringing back JaVale McGee. And they're bringing back Zaza Pachulia. Technically, Steph Curry and Kevin Durant are also staying, but that seemed excessive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they had like 10 free agents last year. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. So my question for you guys. Mm-hmm. On paper, doesn't this team seem better than it has been in the last, like, three years? That, yes. Yes. Yes, 100%. Well, I, I mean, you, the weird thing is you look at the guys who left last year, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I'm gonna, we're going to miss these guys. And Harrison mm-hmm. Barnes did pretty well last year, but everybody else is like, holding on to their spot in the league by their fingernails. Like, I don't think Barbosa or Brandon Rush is on the team right now. Mm-hmm. Bogut right. signed after Labor Day yeah. to a minimum deal. Most Spates, I guess, is going to play a little bit in Orlando. Orlando? Uh, he's going to oh. play a lot in Orlando. Orlando yeah. <laughs> Most yeah. Spates is going to be dope. He's going to be able to do whatever he wants on that team where they're like, wait, none of you guys like to shoot? <laughs> The basket is my friend. <laughs> He's going to get along so well with Mario Hazonia, too. Just oh getting buckets. They might practice. just, like, get bunk beds, honestly. <laughs> I could see them, like, really being friends. Uh, uh, yeah, they seem they seem extremely deep. <laughs> I mean, it's unreal. It's comical, the offseason like, they had. Like, replacing James just on it alone, replacing James Michael McAdoo with... Omri Caspi is yeah. like an upgrade. A and then upgrade. like Nick Young as crazy and goofy as he is is like so much better than Ian Clark. And I love Ian Clark. And like, I also love Ian. I'm so yeah. proud of that guy. Like yeah. yeah. I wish he'd been able to like I thought he was going to get paid a little bit more. Me too. Um you know, the Warriors have a history and I think it's with Steph Curry of bringing these guys in and letting them, they just have, they flourish shooting with Steph, I yeah. feel like. Yeah. We could get like uh, Bazemore and Morrow. Well, not Bazemore. So. Well, Morrow predates Curry, actually. Darrell but Wright. Darrell Wright is the guy who really, like Curry, really made good. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and But Nick, Anthony Tolliver was another Tolliver, one of those guys. I was going to say, But yeah. the Warriors, for some reason, historically were amazing at finding guys who weren't supposed to be in it, in the NBA. And terrible at picking the guys who were. <laughs> so it was like the Warriors. Wow, they found this. They found Monte Ellis in the second round. They found Gilbert Arenas in the second round. Wow, they found this guy out of the D League. Right. Uh, but also they took Brandon Wright with the <laughs> eighth pick in the draft. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> uh, they took Ekpe Odo Udo. Like, yeah. Yeah, we anyway, go down a long list. I always like to talk about the misery so much more than the good times. <laughs> it seems more interesting. <laughs> <you know? laughs> but yeah, I mean, 
Nick, how many three pointers do you think Nick Young made last year? Like two hundred. Yeah, one hundred and seventy yeah. in sixty games. So he's he's a great three pointer. He's shooter. great, and yeah. he's what they haven't had since Barbosa left because like. Frankly, Ian Clark was too good of a team player. So was Patrick McCaw, where it's like, well, I don't want to shoot. Like, all these good guys are on. These stars are here. I'm here to lock people down on defense. (laughs) But, like, they need a guy who can just get his own shot when Steph is on the bench because Clay can't do it. And, like, um, and that's what. Like, go out and shoot your heart out, dude. Whatever, Swaggy P. And he started last year on the Lakers because he was playing defense yeah, for the yeah. first time in his career. And, like, we last year had a great uh, image rehab for JaVel McGee, and mm-hmm. now Nick Young gets to do that as well. That being said, I hope uh, – I still hope Patrick McCaw plays more minutes than him. I think they're trying to – Do you do you believe in the theory that they're – Part of the reason they did this was to keep McCaw's minutes down so they can bring him back cheaper. No, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't so buy either. that. I think they were just like. I think they're just like. Wait, I can get Nick. We Young. can have Nick Young. Like this <laughs> yeah. Caspi's going to come for the minimum. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think that this is going to help uh, the sales of Anta shoes in Israel? <laughs> Wait, why Israel? Caspi's oh, Caspi's from Israel, and like I can see, like, oh my god. Can you imagine Tel Aviv Clay? Like, Clay goes on a birthright trip next summer. (laughs) He's vaping in the Dead Sea. Oh, my God. Incredible. Oh, man. Clay Thompson is the goofiest guy in the entire planet. Yeah, he's hilarious. Um, So, Sean, do you have questions? I don't really have I mean, anything this to is say like it's like yeah this team's about really, good. This uh, really good jordan bell's gonna be no, great I hopefully these qu- i don't really have any questions oh yeah jordan you, you like you, what do you think of jordan bell in summer league that's my question uh i thought he was pretty good i thought mccaw was insanely good in summer league running the point and if he can play point that's an even crazier thing that will have happened um yeah uh i think jordan bell will probably be pretty good uh, I think it'll be a, a little bit like Draymond's rookie year, frankly, where he has some really high highs, but also then you look at his numbers and it's like he shot 30%. Ooh. Right, right. <laughs> um, uh, I think they're probably going to – I mean, I don't know what the NBA crackdown on resting is going to be, but to me this roster is like let's these guys take a couple days off a little easier. Yes. 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 Just because, like, you don't really miss a step plugging in Caspi or Young for a game and like there's you, so many big men. The only two who kind of can't rest are Draymond and Steph. Yeah. Right. Like for extended periods of time. Like I even think they could probably like like if Durant got hurt again, I think they could take it. I think they could take it if Clay got hurt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Livingston is not it's a different offense when that's happening. Right. But, and Draymond becomes the point guard. Well, and Draymond on defense, like, I think Jordan Bell at some point will be able to replicate what he does, hopefully. Right. But, and Durant can, as we saw in the finals. Yes. But, like, you don't want Durant to do that for an extended period of time. No, not no, at all. No, nah, man. You, you'll hear about it from a bunch of phantom Twitter accounts if you, <laughs> if you do. <laughs> Do you think he know like? Do you think Kevin Durant has ever bought followers? 
I don't need to do that. He's too it, popular. I mean, no. But for like the burners? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Um Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to say much about this team except there, for another great year ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Warriors. Yeah. I do think their big rotation is gonna be insane. Uh because, like, before it was like, okay, you can bench McAdoo. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah McAdoo can play every five games, and that's fine. But, right, like, right. I don't think JaVale will handle that as well. She I guess like- <laughs> Bell and um, Jones will be able to handle that. But, like, you kind of have to play Zaza, David West, and JaVale again, like, similar minutes. You're basically... I, I think you're going to very rarely see Draymond play center. Until the playoffs, the playoffs yeah. 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 Which is probably good for him health-wise. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think Iguodala is going to get a lot of nights off, too. He's uh, like yeah, he deserves it. So. Yeah. yeah, he, he deserves, deserves it. it. <laughs> 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 My mom still... Shouts to Andre Iguodala. My mom still... Thinks he's the hottest guy in the world. <laughs> I don't know, That's man. An interesting choice. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to think of like who he took the title from, and I'm like, well, Kevin Costner, Michael Bolton, and then I don't know who in the interim, but now Andre Iguodala. Uh, wow. I don't think those three guys have ever hung out. <laughs> All right, uh, over under sixty seven and a half. What are you taking, Sean? Seems crazy, but I'm going over. I'm also taking the Just, over. Everyone else on Earth is taking the under on this number. Yeah, I feel like I would take the under just because they doesn't seem like they're going to have to care. Sure, but like... Look, I think They Draymond still plug Green, in like Caspi. They plug in NBA players yeah, now. Okay, yeah, you're Draymond right. Green, <laughs> Swaggy P, JaVale McGee, Zaza Pachulia. All four of those guys would be super into winning 69 games. <laughs> I did not think of this. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're just going to be like, ah, it'd be great. <laughs> but yeah, everyone is saying take the under because they're not going to care. And like, they didn't care last year and won 67 games. And they won. I mean, and this team is better. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You're right. I mean, if they plug in. <laughs> players they don't they're like we don't care anymore here comes nick young and omri caspi they're still gonna be pretty good yeah, yeah. like omri caspi has he ever made the playoffs before mm, i don't think so i don't think so either same with then nick young did make the playoffs and had a amazing game one time yeah the one time he was in the playoffs yeah. where for the clippers he like single-handedly beat the grizzlies in an overtime oh, that's game right. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see if there's a letdown from these, from like the David West or like the JaVale McGee or the guys who just won their first championship. I mean, I'm sure there will be, but it's also like they're playing like 15 minutes a game, like, and they're NBA yeah. players. Yeah, that's true. And they don't have huge roles. You're right. I mean, they can totally drop off and Draymond and Kevin Durant and Steph and, and Clay, Clay Thompson, yeah. like, <laughs> pick it up for them. It's just weird. It's like, it's weird to be like, oh, yeah, this team is way better. But, like, you know, knock on wood, to me, the only r- way they don't get at least 68 games is a injury to either Steph or Draymond. Mm-hmm. Right. And even then, they couldn't really have had more insurance for that, you know? 
Yeah. yeah. Well, I still think they... I mean, um, if McCaw plays point guard, then they finally have it. But I still... Livingston's not really a point guard. Well, like he's Curry's, like a weird. He's a turnaround fadeaway on the baseline. Yeah. <laughs> Curry's just there's just there's just nobody like Steph Curry. Right. And there's never. But we really also thought there was nobody like, like Draymond Green, and then it was like, hey, here's Jordan Bell. <laughs> 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 and guess what? We point. got him. We drafted <laughs> him in the same spot for the same kind of program, and. Uh... <laughs> But do you think, do you like think Draymond's like, wait, you gotta, you gotta get your, you gotta get your rookie extension before you put your dick on the internet? That's rule one. <laughs> I definitely he's teaching him everything. Everything. Yeah. I guess he, I guess he like Draymond draft texted him like a minute after he got drafted and was already like, you better get to work, kid. Yeah, yeah. You know, but this is making me think. Well, how we started this podcast about not believing LeBron leaving. Yeah. Now talking about this Warriors team is making me think he is going to leave yeah, because but where he's not does he getting. Go? I don't know, but he's not getting closer. Right, right. He's getting right. farther and further away from because Cleveland didn't get better. Right, but I just think I think they're going to trade that Brooklyn pick. That's what I think is going to happen. Yeah, uh, Brooklyn pick and Kevin Love could probably get them something very good. Just like Brooklyn what? Pick alone what would you want? Get a lot. I don't know Anthony Davis? Yeah. Boogie they, Cousins? I yeah. mean, well, that they could, could they blow could up get, at any minute. They could get could. Boogie Cousins for that pick. They could. Yeah. Yes, they could. I think they could get Boogie Cousins for Kevin Love, actually, straight up. Oh, yeah, they might be able to do that. That kind of fits. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Um, But, you know, LeBron and Kevin Love are working out together in L.A. Sure. Uh, look, totally I genuine social media moment <laughs> with no subtext whatsoever. <laughs> Just, just two teammates enjoying each other's company. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. All right, guys. That's been our show. Yeah. Uh, like I said, no poll this week because the poll is <laughs> who is more popular, OJ Simpson or, or Dwight, Dwight Howard. Howard. Yeah. I'll be surprised if you get one vote for Dwight Howard. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I honestly will. <laughs> Nicole Brown's family's going for OJ in this one. They're like, yeah, we hate OJ, but he ruined the Lakers. <laughs> um, uh, Cornell, is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, the Savage Henry Comedy Festival, which we already got out of the way. Yeah. Do you still have a podcast where you read Sunday funnies? I haven't done it in a little while, but it might come back. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, uh, like, rate, and review on uh, iTunes reviews. Do you have, uh, do you get mm-hmm. iTunes reviews? Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> uh, yeah. Rafa's. Yeah, we have a show every Thursday in Echo Park called the Comedy Garage. Rafa's 9 p.m. You can find us on on Facebook or Twitter or any other mm-hmm. social media yeah. out there. Tight. Yeah. All right, Sean, anything you want to plug? Uh, read my Tuesday column on Yardbarker about the NFL. Uh, all right, and as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz. Uh, where on one eighteen fifteen, I tweeted, just watched Birdman, amazing movie, and eerily familiar, which I guess... Frankie Muniz thinks he's Birdman. Um, <laughs> anyway, trust the process. Trust the process. <laughs> Shut it down. Let's go home. <laughs>
jealous of Aaron to follow. I used to be jealous of Aaron to follow. He was the one to follow. He was the only leader foreseeing brighter tomorrows. He would live in the gym. We was living in sorrow. Total envy of him. He made his dream become a reality, actually making it possible to swim. It's way about the Compton with furthermore to accomplish. Graduate with honors, a sponsor of basketball scholars. It's 2004 and I'm watching them score 30. Remember vividly how them victory points had hurt me. Cause every basket was a reaction or a reminder that we was just moving backwards. The bungalow where you find us, the art of us ditching classes, headed nowhere fast. Stick my head inside the study hall, he focused on math. Determination, ambition, plus dedication and wisdom Qualities he was given was the shit we didn't have Dug inside of his book bag and Coach Palmer asked for his finals He had his back like a spinal Meanwhile we singing the same old song Spinning the final, every grade is gone wrong He focused on the NBA, we focused on some Patron Now watch that black boy fly Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.